This is a Shock Podcast. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that's just like Liverpool. We are also going to hold an open top bus parade for questionable reasons. <laughs> just kidding, Liverpool fans. Uh, your open top parade is uh, well deserved. Ours, not so much. Uh, today we have Nicholas John. Hello, hello. He's the uh, bus conductor. And also <laughs> Karami Kamil. What's happening, guys? He fell off the bus because uh, too much tetare. <laughs> I am Faisal American. My gut is as big as a bus. I need to exercise. Now, the Champions League final happened at the weekend. It saw Real Madrid beating Liverpool 1-0. Boo! With uh, Vinicius <laughs> Jr. scoring the winner in the second half. Um, I have to apologise to Liverpool fans. Um, you guys lost because Karami was supporting us in the uh, final. <laughs> in your face, Liverpool fans. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, but to be honest, I thought Liverpool played very well. I thought they dominated the game. It it's just that to to me, I Carlo Ancelotti read or just anticipated Jurgen Klopp's tactical very very well. Uh, they defended deep. They just rely on Valverde and Vinicius Junior to to launch the counter attack. And lucky for them, Trent Alexander Arnold made a mistake in the second half that led. To the Vinicius Junior goal, but I hope that it's it's not it's not the last time we see Liverpool competing for the European title in the near future. Uh, I know that Liverpool lost the Premier League in its in such a dramatic way on the final day of the season, and then they lost again in the Champions League final, which I thought they deserved to win. I really really hope they can come back from 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 this setback. You mentioned Alexander-Arnold. I think this final was decided by two players. Alexander-Arnold for the mistake that led to uh, Real scoring the winner. And then, of course, Thibaut Courtois, who was an absolute rock in goal for Real Madrid. I, I think he, you can even say he single-handedly won uh, the match for, for Real. So it, it, it boiled down to these two people. And, and that, that one pivotal moment, like you, you mentioned Liverpool was, was in control for large parts of the, of the game. And they were, except for that brief period in the second half where Real looked a little, a little bit more solid. And it was during this period that they scored. And then after that, it was just a case of game management for them. And, and I guess you can say that's where the experience showed. You know, they, they know exactly what they need to do to go in there, snatch a goal and then just, just manage the match until the final whistle. And that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. And you have to give credit to Carlo Ancelotti. I think he knew that if he played an open game, I think his Real Madrid team would be torn apart because Liverpool's, Liverpool's attacking force is like too, too good. Very, very good. Salah, they started with Diaz, Salah and Mane. And putting five defenders at the back and all his three midfielders also just just right in front of his defensive line. I thought that was great defensively. They frustrated Liverpool, and when when Mane's shot was saved by Courtois onto the post, bounced back, bounced on onto his back, but not into the goal. At that point 
of time in the game, I really thought that yeah, it might be it might be Real Madrid's night, and turned out it was it was it was their night. Yeah, the stars aligned for them. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's why they call the Galacticos. The stars always align for them. Uh, kudos for Real. Kudos to Real for winning. Why, hold on. Why do I? Why do I get this bitter feeling from you, Faisal? <laughs> well, that's because unlike you, he supports Liverpool for the right reasons. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Nothing to say. Anyway, uh, kudos to Real for winning it for the fourteenth time. I'm saying this with gritted teeth. Uh, also, an extra special kudos to Real boss Carlo Ancelotti. He's the only coach to have won it four times, uh, twice with AC Milan and twice with Real. He's also won it as a player. Now, um, four times as a coach, that's one more than Liverpool boss Bob Paisley and uh, Real's Zinedine Zidane. Uh, somebody is really relieved to have left uh, Everton last season. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine? Just a f- like, it's what was it? Has it been a year since he left Everton, or, or less than that? Something I think like it was that. less than a year. I yeah, around there. So, year, so yeah. can you imagine? Just not too long ago, he was there at Everton, and now he's European champion. So, it's it's just amazing to think that that his career path kind of you know went in, in that direction, But yeah, like you mentioned, you know, he he's got the pedigree of being being one of the best managers in world football. You just look at the clubs that he's managed in the past. You know, Milan, PSG, Bayern, Munich, and then he also had what Chelsea. So, and, and he's got the trophies to back it up as well. You know, so. Um, the, the fact that he returned to Real, I, I guess you could you could say it's you know one of the best managers in the world back with one of the best teams in the world now. Well, I think kudos to him for leaving Everton because we we've seen what happened to Everton, right? Uh, just what they they escaped regu- re- really they escaped regulation on the second last day of the season, and it, it they celebrated like they won the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I thought that was great from a great decision by Carlo Ancelotti. Um, sorry to Everton fans, but now you have now they have Lampard. I think they should just move forward with Lampard. You see, kids, this is why you must stay in school because uh, Ancelotti read the writing on the wall and he left before everything went to hell. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, despite the defeat, uh, Liverpool still had an open. Top bus parade. Haters criticised it, but don't forget uh, that uh, Liverpool won uh, the EFL and FA Cups. Uh, plus, they weren't able to have a parade uh, when they won their 18th league title. So it's like a parade gantila. Yes, I think it's it's they have a legit and a valid reason to have this parade uh, when they won the league after what 30 odd years. They could not held the parade due to COVID restrictions. Now. Yeah, like like you said, Faisal Parade Ganti and to win two domestic cups. Then let's not forget that Liverpool played in every possible matches this season for a club, which was I what 63, 64 matches. Amazing with the squad that they have with Jurgen Klopp with Jurgen Klopp at the helm. I thought it was it was a great great achievement. It was just unlucky for them not to finish the season with the quadruple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great achievement from them. It was a great turnout from from the supporters as well for that parade, which you know, and you can't say the same about the turnout for Man City's uh, <laughs> trophy parade. So you know, say what you I, want. The fans, the fans turned out. They loved it. I saw the meme that uh, there are more people at Asian marriage than the parade at City's. <laughs> 
Now, um, as for individual honours, uh, Reds boss Jurgen Klopp was named the Premier League Manager of the Year. Mo Salah won a host. <laughs> Mo Salah won a host of uh, postseason prizes. Uh, the PFA Fans Player of the Year award, uh, the Golden Boot alongside uh, Sun Hyung Min, plus uh, Playmaker of the Year and Goal of the Season for his solo effort against Man City. Allison was named a joint winner of a goalkeeper of the season, along with City's uh, Ederson. Well, now that's done and dusted, it's time for the Podball Awards Show. It's our alternative Premier League awards. It's the uh, awards that the EPL need, but not the ones that they deserve. Are you ready? I'm gonna list out the name of the winners and feel free to comment. Okay, guys. The most overhyped manager before the bossed it up. For me, the winner has to be Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. In last season, they finished second. And um, everybody from Gary Neville was like, okay, this is it. This is going to be our year. We're going to win. And then look what happened. Lah. I have no complaints for this. <laughs> no, for maybe okay. Rep wait. Rangnick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes, Oli Gunnar, there was a lot of, for, for, for Oli, there was a lot of hype and all that. And then he got the sack. But even more hype was, was put uh, when when United signed Ralph Rangnick, you know he was like the godfather of the Gagan Press, the, the mastermind of fast attacking football. He was going to come and salvage United season, and also he was going to come and revolutionize United from top to bottom with his consultancy position and all that. But then you look at the at the end of it, what do we have? United were worse off than when he you know he he took over, and he's not even staying on for the consultancy position. You know, after leaving the 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 manager's post, so yeah, we got a big fat nothing out of it. I thought that only Malaysia had problem with scammers, but it turns out. That- <laughs> 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 oh no, man! You can scam. <laughs> Okay, the runner-up for the most overhyped manager prize, I'm going to give it to Rafa Benitez for Everton. We all thought he was going to be good. The most disappointing player who's not wearing a Manchester United jersey. (laughs) Yeah, otherwise that's a very long list. (laughs) This one has to be a Romelu Lukaku, guys. I mean, second coming at Chelsea and looks like he's going to be his second going. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> do you guys remember when he came back? The video that Chel- was it Chelsea who made it? Like they they recorded a, a younger Lukaku when he was in still in Greece, was it? I can't remember with the Greece team, and he said to the camera that one day I'll play I'll play at this pitch, I'll play at this stadium at Stamford Bridge. Well, I'm I was wondering why. He, they put that video on when he came back for the second time, not the first time. So uh, it was a bit off. Yeah, and and, and way too. That's the thing about you know when when big stars come like that, you know, there's way too much hype, and it just didn't work out for him. Yeah, completely agree with uh, Lukaku. All right. Um. Next up, the uh, fans' heartbreak prize. Of course, it goes to Arsenal for. Almost getting into the Champions League. Yeah, K- K- Karam's second team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I think they start. I think Arsenal fans started the season with 
with no hope at all trying to get, trying to make it to the top four. But as the season goes on, Arteta, I think, did well to help Arsenal be in the contention for top four. But yeah, Faisal, it's it's typical Arsenal. We've we've had this conversation before. They had the chance, they blew it. So yeah, Europa League with United. So I have two teams to support next season. <laughs> two teams in the Europa League now. <laughs> Our next award is the Animal Welfare Awareness Ambassador. And of course, it goes to Kurt Zuma. Um, him yeah. kicking a cat actually raised awareness about how we must care for our cats. No doubt. <laughs> well, yeah, I've got mine Zuma. on my lap right now. If you, you might hear him. <laughs> also, we have the Remember Him Prize for Most Forgotten Individual. For me, it is Nuno Espirito Santo, um, the former Spurs manager. Now, every time I say that name, Nick makes the sign of the cross. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. <laughs> I just did. No, no, Espirito Santo. <laughs> um, well, yeah, and, and, and he, he was. I mean, he did a fantastic job at Wolves, uh, and and then you know, again, much hyped move to Spurs, and then now you know we we don't even think about him anymore. Can you imagine? No, no, isn't he the guitarist from Ex- uh, Extreme? Right. <laughs> he was another. Isn't that now. all? I was expecting more than words from you, man. Uh. <laughs> I I really hope the younger the younger listeners get that reference. <laughs> what is this old man talking about? <laughs> get off my lawn, you young whippersnappers! <laughs> Next award is the Big Nothing Prize, the story that was overplayed and overhyped by the sports media. Um, this one, I have to say, this it's uh, Liverpool's quadruple bid. I mean. Everybody knew it was not going to happen. There was a snowball's chance in hell of them winning four trophies. Lah. But um, as usual, lah, the media, they just lapped it up. Yeah, that's what the media does, doesn't it? You know, they build you up specifically so that you know you can crash and burn and then they can write about that. Uh, but to be fair for this one, yes, I, I agree this was overplayed by the media. But to be fair, uh, Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp, he went on record as saying that no, we're not even thinking about the quadruple. We are just, you know, taking things one match at a time, you know, and then, you know, they know where their priorities are and all that. So, uh, yeah, agree. Most overhyped by the sports media, Liverpool's quadruple bid. Well, I thought Liverpool had, a, had they went to all four. They went all the way for for all four trophies. Okay, they won the EFL and FA Cup. They went to the final of the Champions League. They lost. They tried to snatch the title from City. They almost did. I thought it was a great, great charge by Liverpool. If I were to give the award, I think it, it'll go to Chelsea. Because remember, they won the Champions League last season, and they had they. I think they strengthened their squad under Tuchel. I thought Chelsea was a being was a better team compared to previous managers, and. It's unlucky for Chelsea that they went through what they went through. If not, I thought Chelsea might be one of the contenders for the Premier League title and the Champions League. Mm-hmm. It's great that you mentioned that because um, Chelsea are the winners of uh, the next prize. The <laughs> award titled, The Thing That No One Ever Expected. We're talking about Chelsea being sold simply because some Russian filler didn't like his neighbour. Way to go to water it down, my <laughs> Being PC much. Um, That's a great, great yeah. job. <laughs> but correct, no, nobody really saw this coming. I mean, Abramovich and Chelsea were. You have to, you have to give the guy credit, like you know, he actually did a pretty good job as, as you know, as as far as owners go. 
I mean, of course, you can't compare to to Liverpool's owners, lah. But you know, as far as owners go, I think he did a pretty pretty good job. And and yeah, if not for the war, I I think this wouldn't have happened. And finally, our last prize, the stupid owner of the year award, whose decisions made us go, "Why the hell did you do that, you bloody moron?" Um, of course, uh, we have a. Uh, Two winners, right? Joint winner number one, Manchester United for appointing Ralph Rangnick. Woo! Something for United okay. this season. Woo! Not their fault. They got tricked by a scammer, <laughs> according to Karam. <laughs> and the uh, second no, joint winner, think, of course, is. Hold on, hold on, Faisal. Right. I think I think the United owners misheard what Rangnick was saying. It wasn't gegen pressing. It was giggle pressing. So <laughs> it was on the it was on the owner. <laughs> And the second joint winner, Burnley, for uh, sacking Sean Dyche. I mean, I know some people don't like him. They call him a Dyche bag, but it was unfair. <laughs> yeah, well, they got their comeuppance in the end. They got relegated, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps it up for this episode of the Potball Sportscast. In fact, it's our final episode of the season. Phew. Uh, we'll be taking a few weeks break and then we'll be back to preview the next EPL season and uh, everything else uh, that's coming towards the uh, second half of the year. Uh, but before we go, I just want to say that, you know, we probably know somebody who's struggling with their mental health and they need help. Uh, sometimes it can be as simple as lending a helpful ear. It's a simple gesture that could mean the world to them. So take care of yourselves both physically and mentally, my friends. We'll see you later this year. It's been great. I am Faisal American. I am Karami Kamil. And I'm Nicholas John.